Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. And today we have some pop culture stuff to talk about, some shows to talk about. But Aileen, and Aileen is sporting her new Marcus Mumford merch. How was the show? Oh my God, amazing. It was, I didn't know what to expect because it was his, he went solo. Mm-hmm. And the first concert that I ever went to, you were with me. It was the day before I got my breast reduction. <laughs> that was the first concert you ever went to? My first no. Mumford oh, concert. Oh, Mumford. Was that okay. in like a it was park in, or something? It was in Forest Hills yes. Park. It was like 20, what, when did I get place. it? It was a good concert. 15. Great album. I couldn't drink because the next day I was like, oh, going under. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was the best because I was sober. It was like, just like so good. Um, but anyway, here we are in 2022. He's gone solo and- it was amazing. Evan Spiegel was there in like the middle, like second row. row. I don't even know what he looks like. How did you recognize? Oh, how him? do you not know what he looks like? I don't know. He I haven't like looked at a picture. He of was him there. Is he like in the tabloid? I don't know. When have you seen? Pictures he just of like him? is. I would probably like vaguely recognize him and then look him up and the same way you him. would know what Mark Zuckerberg. Mark looks Zuckerberg like. is in a lot more photos like, everywhere. Only because there's always that face of him going like. Mm. No, he's just more, more of like it. Yeah. And he's just more of a, I mean, there's like a whole movie about him and there's yeah, also, but that's not him. I know, but it's like, he's like a more, he's, def, Mark he's more far famous. more famous than yeah, Evan Spiegel. He's in a hundred more headlines a day. Evan um, Spiegel looks like every guy walking down Park Avenue South. That's okay. Really well, I did have to double check. <laughs> yeah. That it was him. I Googled it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He was, a, he was there. Hillary Duff's husband was a few seats back. I recognized him. How do you him. recognize him? I could just, I have a, I have a spidey sense. Who is Hillary Duff's husband? Matthew Coma. Yes. She knows his name. I know his name, but I don't know what he looks like. Well, I, don't, Oscar, I couldn't recognize him. Oscar Isaac was in the show. Oh, he came so out hot. and started singing. He was he like was in a sings. kilt. He's in Oscar scenes from Isaac. a marriage. Scenes from a marriage. Oh, he's, he's the in guy. both Marvel yeah. and Star Wars. Yeah, okay, the then, Oh, now, okay. He's yeah. so hot. I didn't he's know he was like famous. He was he's really quite hot. dashing. Okay. I didn't singing. know he sings and he sings. Interesting. He just came out. It was just like because he was in New York, so he came out as like a special guest. People are in New York. Why well, him? I guess they're friends. Okay, okay. That's what I'm looking for. They friends. Anyway, was it like intimate? It was like intimate-ish. It was in the Beacon Theater, so it wasn't right. like a giant stadium. <laughs> so good. So you're still high off of the show. He's my, yeah, I'm, I'm high. I'm wearing merch. I love merch. I was like, there was a huge line. I was like making my strategy about getting my shirt. What was the strategy? I was going to wait. On the line. <laughs> buy it. I was going to wait until like the, the opening act finished. Okay. Which the opening act was questionable. No offense, Marcus. Oh, the open, oh, the opener. Who opened not the for, opener. Who opened for these him. two girls called the A's. It was very um, folk. He okay. covered a Taylor Swift song. Which one? Oh, cool. No clue. <laughs> How did it go? Uh, <laughs> really is not writing a recap article. For yeah, <laughs> no, I, no I Taylor. No details. No, I don't because I don't really know Taylor Swift songs. What did it sound like? No clue. It was, it, he started doing like love songs. So one, I guess. Love story? You sing it. No, it definitely wasn't <laughs> that wasn't song. It wasn't love story. That's like, yeah, she knows, that wouldn't be that. I'm going to look oh, it up. Lover? Was it lover? You oh, sing that one. That. Lover sounds no, like. No, we're not singing that. Let's see. What, um, <laughs> could we see the set list? Marcus Mumford. I took a picture. That doesn't help. House. The picture oh, was Maybe it's live. Maybe it's a live photo. Oh, 
the, leave it till I we could leave the Christmas lights the on. Um, I'll tell yes. you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Give me three seconds. Beacon One, theater two, three. Oh, you know who else came out? One of the guys from Mumford. So it was like two out of four Mumford guys. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like. What? Yes, yes, that one. Cowboy, you Googled oh, okay. it, That's such right? an interesting it's random cowboy like song. Me. That I don't pick. think I know that one. Which one is that? It's from Evermore. Oh, I uh, like that album. Guys, it was just, it was a magical thing. Like I, it was a folk concert. He is. It's folk pop. He is folky. Oh, he, yeah. Mumford is folk pop. Well, that was like a, a folk. That was probably and Taylor's most folksy song. It was just, you know, it really cut me deep. I just love him. You I love didn't. That. that was really it. That was on Monday, and I'm wearing the merch. It's almost like the day after bat mitzvah. You know, when you wear the sweatpants. Yeah. You waited till you came to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, well, I came. You, well, I came to work the day after, and I was like, "That's too soon." Okay. What is the time? I was wondering that with my, with our with my Vale sweatshirt. <laughs> what? You know, like with the sweatshirts we got in Vale. I was like, when is it? Like, can you wear it? Like, yeah. Right after? Or is you can that wear lame? It whenever you, you can wear want. whenever you want. I know, but I don't. I, was I think like, this is one. Uh, you know how people say like is it braggy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Val. Okay, here, okay. You know how there's like Andy Bernardish <laughs> might be that who has two thumbs and went to Val. <laughs> but you know how people are like you. You always think everyone's looking at you Not or Vail. thinking about you. Park City. Park City. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. Even know where I'm she went. sorry. Park City. I knew that's what she meant, but I was. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Going I thought with you her. went to Val. I did she go to Val. Yeah. but <laughs> different time. I, I didn't get a sweatshirt from Val. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. I have too many sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From all the bachelorette parties. Okay, well, I think that this is like one of those examples where it's like you think everyone's looking at you and noticing everything about you, but like no one. No one's not. That's true. That's one. Yeah. Of, this is one of those things. Mine, think, mine was no about really my vibe. I was like, I'm not gonna like next day it because that's not the vibe. Like it's not really bat mitzvah. Like you're not trying right to show where you went. I'm like it's too soon. Well, hopefully it right. makes this <laughs> two makes, days later is much later. Three. Yeah. Ten. Hopefully yeah. this Four. makes the video edit. So people can see it. So important. Hopefully Marcus yeah. sees this and knows I'm your biggest fan. She looks right in the What camera. do you want him to do with that information? DM me back. I'm just kidding. You DM him? No. You slide into his DMs? No, no, no. I tag him in, my, okay. in the stories oh, of okay. the concert. You send a heart back to him. Guys, I, you and I danced to Mumford's song at our wedding. I love Mumford. He played that Kansas tape song. That song He played great. your song. Oh, he played my song? Yes. Oh my God. It's my song. Yeah. Oh. I love that song. I'm taking the, I love yeah. you. Okay, I can't sing any. I don't know any lyrics. It sounds like very like a sensual concert. For me and him? <laughs> For those in the I was audience. Rusty yeah, too. That's what I'm and saying. <laughs> you and Evan Spiegel and Rusty. Um, and um, Hillary Duff's husband. Yes. Just all of us. Were there together. any women at the show? Yeah. <laughs> no, there were there were lots of women at the show, actually. There were lots of women. Yet I, assume, I, only, I assume. Yeah. There it's were like, people from people from our office were there. Oh, really? Brittany, oh. Sam. Oh wow. So it's like very much a scene. Where was Quite the, the scene? Beacon Theater. Oh, right. And I oh my God, I passed by stand up. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, our first, this podcast, Betch Slapped, when it was Betch Slapped 2016, when we started it, we were started recording it at, on the second floor of a comedy studio. Right, on the Upper West Side, which was so not productive of a place for us to be going every week. Yeah, you were like, I can't believe you went. <laughs> I, well, it was pre-pandemic before people like were accepting that you just like don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, um, I, I ended up right on that so one. It was just so cool. And now like we have this, sick, it's just, it was just really cool to see and pass by and just gave me good memories. Yeah. Podcasting journey. Jared and I were just talking about podcasting and Shelby um, with our, because uh, we did our five year anniversary episode. Oh, I can't wait to listen um, to it. 
so it's not, I mean, it's good. No, it's great. <laughs> okay. It's, not, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no, it was good. It wasn't like, I mean, it was, we talked about other things besides the anniversary, but it was a, oh, it's really a fun <laughs> I hope you didn't talk about the anniversary for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> well, what is there to say? Find out on Wednesday, I can't our wait. anniversary. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So should we talk about some pop culture? Yes. Let's talk about Selena Gomez and that documentary because it was really interesting. Interesting. Lots to say about I have it. many things to say, but okay. I want to hear your thoughts first. You already heard them. I know, but I want to hear them live. Okay, not, well, I hear them is that what you guys talked about in the drive-in here? No. No, we talked, we talked about that like, the other day. I don't remember <laughs> what we talked about on the drive. It was like 700 tangents. Yeah. Okay, you go. What's your thoughts, Jermaine? Um, what are your thoughts? Because okay. you're the Selena stan. You're the Selena correspondent here. Yeah. Yes. I'm a big fan of Selena Gomez. I don't, again, I don't follow her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Much, because I just don't, I don't follow any celebrities. That's like, that is the crux of this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I don't, I don't know anything I'm you're a, doing. Yeah. I just, I- Or follow her yeah. ever. It's like, I like, like you Mumford, can't but bother. I have no idea what songs you say. She can't even bother to like be following her, like in the most like unimportant uh, way. It's I, so funny. What did you think of the document? I thought it was, I'll be, I'll first I'll start with the negatives. I thought it was a little slow, but- <laughs> So pace was not- I thought it was a little, it was an hour and a half and there were parts where I was zoning out a little bit. I will be honest about that. Which part? I Just have like towards the middle. Stronger negative middle. opinions. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. personally, um, but overall, I mean, and and there's obviously the other thing that it's like, is it a raw, real thing? Because she is making it. So there's like that's part of the other part of it, right? So it's like you kind of part of it is like, oh, you're like in her therapy session, and part of you yeah. is like, well, this is also like created to be sold. But overall, I thought it was really good, and I almost liked that it wasn't so intensely dramatic that it was holding my attention that intensely for the mm-hmm. whole time because I felt it was more like real and I like that it really portrayed mental illness is not like this like linear thing where it's like you're and maybe I, I also read the the Rolling Stone article so I it's hard for me to completely remember which one was from that and which one was from this but part of the, what she talks about in the Rolling Stone article is like it's not like oh that was like her phase and now she's like better like because I think it's like oh she was in yeah everyone was saying she was like in rehab and she was had a mental breakdown and now she's like better and it's and what I liked about and I think that's the way it's mostly portrayed for most people about mm-hmm. all sorts of mental health struggles so I like that she was kind of like I'm doing better than then but like we'll like how we'll see how yeah life kind of 
But overall, I thought it, that's why it's almost kind of like why I liked it. It wasn't like dramatic for the sake of, I think, all of the drama. And you got an interesting sense for what it's like behind the scenes. It was very non-glamorous too. It's like two, I mean, the yeah. parts of her, I think the, and it, it kind of also showed something that was interesting to me was like, it kind of shows she really doesn't like her job. Yes. Which is interesting. Yes. And very, and I wonder how many other people feel that way in the industry where she's kind of like, it almost feel like she like fell into it and she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing it. Cause like, what, who would, who wouldn't do it? Exactly. In like your mind. It's like, she has all these fans. Right. Who wouldn't do it? Like she is talented and she has, the, like she says, she has this huge platform. So it's kind of like this weird thing where she's probably like, I don't really like doing this, but I should do this. I do you feel like it was dramatic though? I, I thought felt it was dramatic. Hi- I didn't think it was that dramatic. She was highly- Well, it was just boring then. <laughs> I thought it was highly, she- was dramatic. It. Yeah. I thought the way they shot it, the way they were like yeah. showing her performances. I cried with like the- throughout the whole thing. <laughs> the whole- <Okay>. Like I <laughs> felt, no, but not whole in a thing. way, like literally I was crying for every other like scene only because I like felt her pain, but not that I could relate to it at all because it's a very like singular type of, only a few people could feel the pain that she feels, which is that she was, famous early on, her whole life is tied to this boyfriend, also has a mental health issue, came and from physical. nothing. No, but I- and it and then the and then she hates doing these vapid interviews and also has a serious body image or used to have serious body image issues. And like all of it's tied. I just didn't sense like I didn't really get the why of the whole thing. Like it was to show what you just described, I think. But like, why? Because it's like, like an honest take. Or but why? A, because this because is who I, she is. I actually, and she's an artist. I actually, and, and it's interesting. Yeah. I think this is like more substantive than like a puff piece about yeah. how great she is and how healthy she is now. I actually disagree with you about the relatability. I think there's a lot of people that really relate to maybe their lives are like are inherently good because she's not like anything else like yeah. wrong with her like she's very, to the to the objective eye she's very like lucky she's very talented right she's very famous she's very rich um but she still kind of like has all these internal demons i thought it was very relatable i feel like there's there i didn't think it was relatable. i, didn't think I it, thought it was really i just had I trouble thought- listening to her like be upset about like the interviews that her team set up like they were just, certain, just like one part though. But that part really stuck out to me because it was a little bit of like a, and then the whole like Africa thing was just, it just was like, you're making this really big deal. And it just seems like, like an immature point of view, like a non-adult point of view. But I also get that she's just turned 30 and this interview is what done for a while. About it? This is what I was actually going to talk about. Like my, so the first half, I Same. felt really I was protect like Selena the first at all 40 cost minutes. Was I was like, vibe. I love her. How Same. cute. She seems like a really good friend. She seems to have mm-hmm. people around her who are like, bring her down to earth. Yes. But then when it flipped, not to the mental health stuff, there was nothing weird about the mental health show. I thought that yes. was all fine. But then when he went to like the Kenya stuff, it started yes. to feel super performative and it started to feel like she was like, like she put this act too in the documentary to like show this, like to show some sort of arc. But to me, it didn't show any arc. It just seemed like 
oh, you found like a fixation, a way to sort of run away. And great, like, sure, do that. But like- They also I showed that that was her kind of running away. Right, but it, to me, that didn't feel like relatable. I felt like it was boring. I felt like it was like, okay, yeah. Oh, a, no one like can a, relate a to person that. who goes to Kenya to like find themselves. Like that's so- Okay. Like I was not interested in that. Mm -hmm. I was more interested in like her dealing with her own life and not when she was like running away to Kenya because I was like, okay, like go do this. And then when she was like, I can't stop doing, you know, because I have this platform, I wanted to be like, actually like, you could stop being a musical artist and a pop star and you could get the privacy you want, stop posting on the internet and go do philanthropy if that's really what like gives you like a fulfillment, then like you actually don't need to be a pop star. She doesn't show, she could live off I the money and is. the royalties forever. But I think she is doing that. But then why'd she come out She's with this doing, documentary? I listened to part somewhere. Was it Jay Shetty's? I listened to part. I got a little bored. But I listened to the beginning of Jay Shetty's interview with her. She was basically saying that, or maybe it was somewhere else. I don't know where I was reading about it. You never know where you get anything these days. But On she this was podcast especially. Say, yeah, clearly. She was saying that the beginning, like the, the early, uh, they were about, they were, they were filming the tour and the mm -hmm. tour stopped short. So they're like, what are we doing all this footage? So then they created, they put, they created the documentary because of like, then there became COVID and then they turned it into this other thing. And she also said she wrestled with whether or not she wants to release it. And she finds that being vulnerable is like the way in which she reaches out to people. But Sammy, I agree with you in terms of like the first half, I was like, cheering for her. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, girl, like I get it. Life is hard. You're, you're, you're my new you're, favorite pop star. You're getting through <laughs> it. Fuck everybody who's, was right. who's uh, like trying to, who's doing like the, the Justin Selena thing. Like, fuck that. You're your own person. Now you're an amazing actress. Well, you're an actress and, <laughs> and you're, you have rare beauty. They ha she has the rare foundation, which they started out of rare beauty. But then the second half, then I couldn't get over like the fr the group, the groupie that were all there, like to make sure she like to, to service her needs. That felt really uncomfortable to me. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Her orbit is yeah. so strong and so, it's like she's a solar system and she's it the sun. It felt uncomfy. And that I felt was so, that's what was well, that's so- That's because she's a celebrity. Yeah, but, but, but 
you watch her and she feels unrelatable the way she approaches them. It doesn't feel like, um, even for example, like Erica Jane, who has like, had like people around her, mm-hmm. felt like less of a son to the people in her orbit they than Selena. They were scared. Well, like she didn't have any real, like, like with was her cousin. Like, sad like, for her? Yeah. Yes, yeah. but okay, like with her cousin Priscilla in the beginning, she was like super like comfortable. Yeah. When I was excited started, about that I was, relationship. Like, I was like, oh my God, like she has this cousin, like they nothing can break them up, they're blood. Then she's like with the, the crew and it feels so like they are there to just like yes her. It Does feels like a yes for her. Circle. Yeah, but that's like yeah, everyone works for her. That's why they But not everyone needs to work for her. Right. But that's kind of like the system that she that's that's set up in her life. And also but I think she that's, chose but I also, to have that dynamic. But not, she made but that not dynamic. Really? Because I also think like a lot of people like the fact that she also and I think this is true for a lot of celebrities that come from nothing is like, there's this kind of onus to be like, not to be someone who does take care of the people around you and does hire those people no, and does include those people in, those in their life, in her life. So I don't think it's like, Oh, you could just choose to not like, that's the only life she's only like known. Like how would she, right. no, I, I don't I'm think there's an issue with the fact that all those people it work wasn't, for her. It's not the issue. It's just the way that they showed it. It's like the scenes they chose to put in this documentary like the conversations they chose to put. like, And that's why I keep saying like, why? Like, why are you showing us this? It was just the storytelling. Like, what are you trying to say about Selena? The like, why to me like, is like- With with the relationships and the, and the, like them playing a game about her personality. That was so like, to me, it was all very like, you're telling them not the message. Like it wasn't saying the message, like Selena wants to help everyone. It's like, how do we tiptoe around Selena's- They were trying to show something, but they ended up telling it is what I think right. happened. That's what the second I, half yeah, was. That's what the second half was. And I, and to I your still point, like, like I understand why she like ended up in this situation and why it's hard to be like, you know what? I'm just leaving it. But if she really, really, really wanted, she could just well, go be I think private. She, I think what she's also saying is she can do she more. She can do more. Yeah, I agree with that. More, and I do, I agree with that too. She can do more for the things that she wants to do if she keeps doing the other stuff to make her even a big, a, to maintain her huge platform. She has the most Instagram followers of anyone. Not because it's not because of her charity work. It's because she's a pop star, but she already has that. So now she does not need no, but but you need to maintain it. It's not the kind of thing that just lives on. You can't just fall off the face. You can't go off the grid. Beyonce 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 goes, no, Beyonce goes quiet. Yeah. She doesn't talk and she doesn't do anything. And then she does her thing and then she goes away. Yes. Like Selena can choose to do that too. That is what she does. No, it's not. She's not on Instagram. She, her her she, team is on Instagram for her. There is constantly publicity talking about Selena Gomez in the in the time when she's going away. That's the difference is that- Going like, away where? Meaning like, like when Beyonce isn't talking, she's not talking. There's nothing happening. Beyonce is There's different. different. She's no, older. She's, she's, she's older. She is a, she is a very Selena famous, this, powerful wait, 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 husband. Wait, wait, wait. Selena, Selena and Beyonce are not the they're, same. They're Selena not has the that same. ability to, to say, we're, we're embargo on me. I don't agree. I, I think she does. She chooses to keep going. She chooses she's to bring She's not as established as Beyonce. Beyonce has- so it's like there's it's also one a of difference the, in like she's enough. No, it's, she's it's, not. I'm saying Beyonce has like the staying power of being able to be just completely is, off the Selena face of the earth. But the point is, doesn't want to do that. She wants to keep going. She, right, she that's what I'm saying. But, but she acts but, like she doesn't. But that said, I think that what she's saying, and we can talk about the, which is the next mm. story when it comes to like Taylor Swift, the whole my only friend in the industry line in the Rolling Stones article, which is the only line that everybody's talking about, is that she. I think the music industry is the one where she feels hurts her the most because she has no like 
as little control as possible. Like you need to like be performing constantly. There's like no, that's what that, that one I think is like the hardest for the mental health. Whereas like Rihanna, she creating touring. businesses. Rihanna has not had an touring out. is yeah. hard. You don't, uh, touring is hard for you up. Like imagine like putting yeah. on a costume, dancing yeah. and like thousands of, no, hundreds could, of thousands. Yeah, I, it seems to me that she doesn't like the touring. I Rihanna also hasn't think, had an album in years and yet she is still Rihanna. Like, but still, but no, no, no. But what I mean is Rihanna created a business to so keep her afloat. That, that's, that's what I'm what saying. That's what What I'm saying is that she's created, like she's becoming an, she's, a good show. I mean, I don't love it, but it's a good yeah, show. Like she and she also. I remember when we talked about the Oscars. Her three threesome, uh, like her, was great. Like I think she ha she's trying to establish herself outside of the pop star realm and being a little bit more substantive, which is what I think they were trying to do with this. And also release a new single. My mind and me. Let's be honest, because now it was all over the billboards and mm -hmm. whatever. But. I think she was also trying to say like, I'm here for bigger, better things. Like, please, like she's shedding her Justin thing. I think this was because they were, they, they didn't talk mm. about Justin, but they, she said X and she, and they kept flashing the Justin headlines. And the people yelling things about Justin yes. to her as she's walking. They, yes. they like, they like threw it in subtly. I think this, when I keep saying why, like, I think that's what the purpose of this was. It was like to shed her Justin Layer, especially with the picture with her and Haley. Mm -hmm. Haley's getting talked about. The was, Haley thing, I I it was agree. Just to get well, rid of it all. Well, in the article, in the Rolling Stone article, she she doesn't mention it explicitly, but she says someone said something about me, and it made me feel bad about myself for like two days. Someone? Um, <laughs> someone. Yeah. So I am assuming she's alluding to the call her daddy interview, where Haley says basically something along the lines of like, I feel like she could have like stopped the hate against me, but she didn't, uh -huh. right? And again, this isn't, I said explicitly, this is my interpretation, is interpretation. of it. My interpretation okay. of it is that Haley says that thing, basically sort of implying that Selena like could come out with a statement being like, everybody like be nice to Haley or yeah. something. And she did, and she did. <laughs> That's what she's implying yeah. by saying, by saying that in the interview, she's yeah. implying that she, or she said, she kind of almost kind of did explicitly say that. Like she could have stopped it, but like, I get it. Like if she like, she doesn't have to. It's kind it of like so Haley it's Bieber. It's kind of like what she said, right? It's so Haley Bieber to think that Selena would owe her that. Uh, totally. <laughs> I don't think she owes her that at all. So what did so, but, Selena but, say? So then, basically, in the article, Selena said somebody said something that made me feel bad about myself for like a couple of days, and I guess in reaction that she just put up a TikTok that said like everyone should just be like nice to each other, and then I'm sure they were at the same either they were at the same place or it was orchestrated for them that's at the same place, yeah. and she's like, well, Haley Bieber, Bieber bleh, Haley Bieber is running with this narrative that I like could easily stop people from bullying her, but I'm choosing not to. So like, yeah, let's still so take this picture so that everyone shuts the fuck up. And she even says in the article that like that picture was like kind of stupid. Yeah. Right. I read that quote, which I is, guess what, I read this article I see without what knowing. she's, what I'm saying. <laughs> I see what she's, what she's saying. She's saying like, I shouldn't have to fucking take a picture with my, with my ex-boyfriend's wife. Yes. So that yeah. everyone will shut. Like she definitely didn't want to do that. No way. Honestly, one of the weirdest things on the internet, like one of the weirdest criticisms that people have about artists and just people in general is like when they say, when they're like, Taylor or Selena didn't tell their fans to stop bullying this person. It's like, they also didn't tell their fans to bully the person. And it's like, yeah. how are you gonna How like, does she know how much bullying Hailey Bieber gets also? Like, what is like, why is she keeping tabs on that? If she's trying to distance herself from the situation. Right, it's like, yeah. she didn't She didn't. It's not her sick, job to like, protect Hailey. She's not, she didn't sick any bots on, you know, Garcelle's son about anything. She mm -hmm. just like, basically yeah. like, 
they, they just exist and the fans are weird and like the they, fans are intense yeah. and I, anyway I think that that for me I, we were talking about the why I think that was what she was trying to do the method in which you know we can disagree or agree about it your point of, like I, at the end of it I felt really like I felt really uncomfortable at the end of the epi- at the end of the documentary which your point though makes a lot of sense how like with a struggle of mental health like there is no Right. It's not like, okay, it's not hundred percent optimistic. Done. Like I yeah. was looking for an optimist. I think that that like rough edged ending is actually an interesting one. Had the conversations and some of the scenes been a little bit more like meaningful, like the ones that we talked about. It could have been done a little cut. bit better, but I do yeah. think although she herself maybe less, not the most relatable person ever, obviously she's yeah. a celebrity. She's rich. She's beautiful. Um, I do think the idea that like a lot, a lot of people, the thing that is relatable to a lot of people is like suffering from depression, having yes. a lot of anxiety. Right. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm not the only one who yes. has that. No, Even I if you're not like, oh, she, I have your exact and life. She really is trying to make some difference when it comes to like the mental health, like policies and things like that. So there is like more of like an optimistic point at the end, mm-hmm. but I did feel like there are some scenes that really still stuck in my head. Like, the panic attack she has, like when she was much younger on that tour, that like stuck out to me. But it's like, your team set these interviews up. You didn't have to do this dumb fucking interview. Well, she didn't know it was going to go like that. I think that's they why she was annoyed find though. find that out. I think she was, but again, the, the, that, the whole thing though is that she didn't like that went well. It wasn't something that you could find out. It was like the subtle tone in which, they're not going to the tell you the exact tone, where she says, I, I actually don't really want to do this that much. I'd love to pursue the philanthropy. And she's like, okay, cool. Like she's, that's not something I, that they could have known. I, no, 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 I get that. But she's done these a hundred times. Like she's done these a hundred times. These are like- not someone whose English is their their first language. No, but there was like a bunch of them. There was a bunch of them. There was just like a lot. It was just like, I I get it. No, I'm just, I'm saying I get it. It's like exploitative. It's bullshit. Nobody cares. It's super superficial. All these interviews are dumb. But like, again, the choice of showing those scenes is to me, was like, eh. Well, it's interesting that that's what they decided to like use to demonstrate her frustration. Yes. Because- no one forces you again. Like I said, you could just shut the fuck up like Beyonce and not do any interviews or run your own image in a more like a more purposeful way where she doesn't need to be like putting stuff out constantly. I think this would have been, I think if they had taken like the Kenya stuff out Mm -hmm. and not, and like almost took out the like poor little rich girl vibe, I think it would have done, it would have been better. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching. And it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Get poor little rich vibe, girl vibe. Poor little celebrity girl vibe. Right. Not in the and then to segue this out, I didn't feel that way in the same way that I felt it on um buying Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was so, so, to, so to, much to, to talk to about. To compare the two, I, I felt rich I girl there. Poor, poor little rich girl vibes on buying Beverly Hills. That was rough. My mind. That wasn't even poor. It was. It wasn't even poor little. It, it was. There rich, was no problem. Like, rich, yeah, it was just like get smarter. Memorize the fucking square footage of this one home that you lived in. One home that you literally, lived in. Literally, <laughs> the you can't remember the fucking name of the tile. This is your job. You have one <laughs> listing. Oh my God. And then she's crying like, I didn't get good grades in school. It's like, no one cares. Well, I didn't care at all. So she was like, my all my, my, my sisters, they all have really good grades and I'm just a little slow. I'm just a little slow. <laughs> just so Literally s- memorize the name of the marble. It's You're driving sad. a Porsche. No one cares. No, There's like, it's not even like it's an obscure <laughs> type. a Porsche. No one cares. It's, a, it's not even an obscure type of like marble. Like it's literally no, it's like, like the most it's, basic Carrera marble. It's, it's like, the, yeah. Is it, it was in the fucking watcher. What did she watcher. say, Calcutta? Calcutta, Car- 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 Carrara. Oh, the watcher, I couldn't Here's the guy, sorry. I understand <laughs> if she, I understand if maybe she like does maybe have like a learning, Alexa. you know, We should Alexia. say who we're talking about. Right, we didn't even like yes, introduce sorry. the show. We watched Buying Beverly Hills. It is the- I didn't finish it. Netflix. But, oh, I okay, we'll, it. we'll ruin it for you. Fine. Netflix spinoff. <laughs> of uh, Mauricio Umansky, who's Kyle Richards' husband from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They're like a big family. They, Mauricio started the agency after he left Kathy Hilton's husband's firm, took a bunch they of- They talk about it. But they don't. They Hilton, don't. they say Hilton right. and- Right, but when he t- when Mauricio talks- He said to Kyle's Hilton idea Island. to just get our, let's right. get our he, real estate he, licenses. When he talks <laughs> about how he got into- when he got, when he talks about how he got into real estate and how he started the agency, he doesn't even reference- He doesn't even mention he it. He skips the whole part where Rick Hilton got him started in real estate and then he took all the- clients and employees. Right. It was basically like I was unemployed and then Kyle and was then, like, maybe we should get a real estate and then license. the agency <laughs> sprung up and like you didn't all watch it come to fruition on TV 
10 years ago. I know. Anyway. It was weird so, to see Mauricio. So as, it was about- As the as the boss. Yeah, right? he yeah. has a little bit of like a- yeah, A little cheesy. <laughs> A little cheesy. <laughs> like, like he's laughing yeah. at his own jokes just a little, oh, all little the time. hard. But I okay. think he's just uncomfy. So, yeah. So it's Mauricio who runs the agency. He owns the whole thing. They do super high end real estate. So you see like really, really, really nice houses or none of the houses honestly look like that. Men, none of them really look in places I want to live in. They're all very like, they look like um, hotels. That they were would, hotels. Like they're very mm-hmm. like um, not homey, let's just say. Because they're all new, yeah. Yeah, they're all like, and they're like boxes. They're like helicopter ports. It's that's really the weird. the vibe there though, maybe. It's LA, only ba- Beverly Hills. LA architecture is, no, it's not. They have things all over, not only Beverly Hills. Oh, but why is it called that? Because it's funny that they're in Beverly. It's they're, funny that the agency started. Oh, it's funny that Mauricio is trying to be like Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. I mean, you His know that. You know that's like how they how they like presented it. Like we're gonna yeah. do a little Vanderpump Rules, but yeah, less messy. So basically, like the characters, the people who are mm. on the show, it's a little bit like Selling Sunset. Are the people who work at the agency? He's the boss, and then two of the employees are like. His kids, Alexia or Farah and Alexia. Yes. Farah is the older one. Yeah. And Alexia is the younger. Farah's like 33. Alexia is 25. So she's like, quote unquote, just starting out, even though like who just starts at 25? <laughs> what has she been doing? What your for dad? Three years? Yeah. <laughs> You've been working for your dad. It's That's why I think it's a little bit like it's, it's, there's a lot of stage conversation. Of course. Well, yeah. it, I think the only, I think. They filmed only, it a while ago too. I, they filmed it a year ago because it was like Halloween a year ago. Uh-huh. And then what oh, I yeah. don't get is like- Halloween. Halloween. I don't get how they like, I actually think there was nothing that was just like filmed that wasn't for a scene is my sense of it. Yeah, but that's all like reality nowadays. No, it was, like in not it Beverly script, Hills. They, not a script, like a seat, like- Like same thing as Selling mm-hmm. Sunset. Yeah, but for Beverly, for, for Real Housewives, they film so much and then they like- they have so much more hours. So many. I more like hours this of more than Selling Sunset, though, because the family stuff, the family dynamics, are you know are real. Yeah. Right. Whereas, whereas Selling Sunset is just actors at this yeah. point. So Farah's the older one, and she's presented as like the hard ass, like she's so perfect and like attention to detail, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Which too. is so funny because she's like, I'm presenting to the two best agents in the country. It's like Farrah my is dad, not- <laughs> my dad, and the woman he hired because she's my, my sister. sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, is since when is Farah the best agent in the whole world? Right. It's, it's like, like it's is just she puffery? It's just the it's naive. It also just shows the naivete of Alexia. No, who they like call thinks themselves that, that. They all think that. I'm saying they all think that they're like the worst it's okay uh what, what's that phrase like born on third and th- think and you hit a triple, triple yeah that's literally like, don't know what that them. means it means like you're like you were like not you self-made but you think you are yeah uh-huh. and you act like you worked so hard where on the scale do they go the, the forbes scale oh they're like also farah will not tell anyone her last name yeah. She's Farrah Brittany. She's always been Farrah Brittany in public. That's, to me, that's like that's like a weird thing. She's clearly like embarrassed of her of her father's last name. Well, that's we'll not find her that last out name. if she changes her name when she gets married. She's gonna change Which she her definitely name. will. Yeah. I'm she saying, doesn't. like, I feel like she has like this she's like trying to pretend that that yeah. she doesn't have like probably a more ethnic last name. Yeah, for sure. Instagram. It's Al Jufri and it's not on there. How weird <laughs> did you think? That's what Didn't I'm saying. Like, yeah. Do you think, that, you think it's a coincidence that no. she doesn't put that as her last name on the no. show? It says Farrah Brittany, like she's a it fucking like 12 year old on AIM. <laughs> <laughs> it might 
might have started. It might have started though when she was younger and didn't want to have a different last name than her siblings. So she huh. changed it to Brittany. No, Brittany's probably her middle name. Yeah, that's her I know, but name. like that's not her real name. It's it's still different it's than it's still different. It's still yeah. not Umansky. Right. It's I, just like gentrified. Richards. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just her middle name. It's, it's just like, her middle name. It's like okay. how my middle name Farrah, is not Michelle. You don't go around calling <laughs> yourself. It doesn't say under your name on the, these videos, Aileen Michelle. Sammy Sage and Jordan Abraham. Michelle actually is not my middle name. <laughs> it's, it's the even. one I gave myself in third grade. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see if Brittany's really her real name. Farah. Okay. I was so, Farrah is, was so different than I expected her to be based on like what I've seen her on Beverly Hills and on Instagram. Like she is so she was so robotic. I was mm-hmm. so surprised. Like she was so stiff in front of the camera. She didn't seem like she had any, maybe this does because they were acting and she wasn't good at like acting natural about their acting. <laughs> like she, she like was like, I didn't believe her. Like I do not believe that you've never spoken to your, to your boyfriend of four years. And I went back and looked to see how long they were dating about, <laughs> about like Getting the married. fact that you right. want to get married and, in general. And then he just proposes. And then he nowhere. just proposes. What the like fuck a few was days that? Later, it didn't make any sense. I don't believe she didn't talk to him and cause she was too scared to like push him cause he's such an alpha For male. four years and she's 33. Yeah, fucking right. Was that it doesn't make any sense. Know? Was that the proposal? Like the real one? Okay. I think so. I actually think that, well, no, she, I actually she think actually, she was really yeah, surprised. She did act. She, if she was, was acting, she did a good job. She wasn't like, a surprise to the storyboard of the show, but that was a surprise for her. They probably told her, you're going to make him dinner and you're going to confront him. him about- probably told him to propose to her then, obviously. He was going to propose anyway. Sure. I bet you, here's what I bet happened. They were dating for like a really long time. They He knows she wants to get married. They know they want to get married. She, they decide we're going to save it for the show because that'll be really good. For the mm. show. I would do that. And, he, and she just like waited. <laughs> I still yeah. think it made her look kind of stupid. That whole sequence. I, just, personally. I thought he looked strange because I thought he was going to be like a douchebag. And then all of a sudden he just like proposed, like the, 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 the story arc went so fast. It didn't make any <laughs> he sense. He went from being like, we are well a done. plant and we water it and I, I'm not yeah. committing to like, I was here's like, your ring. Yeah. I was like, what a shit. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought her rationale, like even if it's fake, her rationale for him not, he's, you know, he's an alpha man. So he's going to, you know, he's going to like, he's not just going to propose. Cause like, I want to get married. He's going to propose. Cause like he's in the mood. It what? like made her sound so stupid. I thought. Yeah. That's why I think I'm she agreed to that plot line. I honestly think that was like the storyboard. It was like where resi- yeah. he's resistant. She has, she's afraid to bring it up. Not well because executed. She no. seems, well, here's the thing. It actually makes sense with her personality that she would be afraid to bring it up because she came across so step like wearing yeah. heels at home and like just being so perfectionist. Like she did seem like the kind of woman who like read why men love bitches and the game and would like never, and would just like wait, wait it out rather than ever bring this up long? that you want it. I mean, it didn't seem that out of character for the character she was being on the show. I guess. It is weird so- that they're only, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This whole storyline doesn't make sense. The other thing about Alexia, Alexia has a boyfriend and she had a boyfriend clearly when they were filming this. By the way, Alexia is my favorite of the Umansky children. Even though- she the oldest? She's the second- the oldest of the Mauricio's yeah. kids. So she's the She old- is my yeah. favorite. I think she's actually so, so sweet. And I feel badly that I'm making fun of her for being pretty, pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> because I think she's like, here's the thing. She's like a lovely, she seems like the sweetest, loveliest person that you'd be friends with. 
And maybe that is why she's like not the smartest because like to be that genuinely nice, you kind of have to be a little more simple. And why do you know that? Why do you think that she's genuinely nice? Because vibes. I've been <laughs> first of all, I follow her. I follow her on Instagram. Like always, oh, she's my favorite of them. And you just tell by her her personality. She seems like very like effusively loving, just a lovely girl to watch. Okay. And like she she's someone who I would want to be friends with, and I would forgive the fact that like maybe she isn't fully following. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? She yeah. seems so sweet. Like she was like, even though she seems so dumb, I didn't feel like you're such a fucking moron. Like, well, you don't <laughs> yeah. deserve this. I was like, you're so cute. You didn't and think you don't deserve this? She that doesn't wasn't deserve it. That that she doesn't deserve it. And I wish she had more recognition of the fact that like, yeah, it was. I wish you'd be like, yeah, it was I handed think, to me on a silver I platter. Think they were, I would only be here. People feel like it's been handed me to me I, on a silver platter. Like, yeah, I think has, <laughs> girl, admit it. I think they were but trying to so ignore that though. Right. Like they think somebody it told was. them or the producers edited it out. Like, I think it was just like, let's ignore that and make it seem like that but i will say she seemed so sweet that she would she would make a she's so much she charisma like, make a great talk show host not meant to do anything with like Wait, being what do you a mean she would make a good talk she would make show a host. good like chat show host like really for why? like for like why news. why more than anyone else because she's so Sam like is gonna a, give her a job too <laughs> <laughs> she's so like a, because she has like a really fun effusive Vibe. She makes you feel. I think she. Like, if, I, I think you're like, overselling her. A no, bit. this overselling. overselling <laughs> no, I think she's. Look, the girl could not remember the most simple things about the house that she lived in, and like what year was. Yeah. Come on, like come on. It's like you are. That's the basic part of your job. <laughs> but she does seem like someone who yeah. I would want, really want to hang out with. I'm not ready to give okay. my feelings on the rest of the cast yet. I'm gonna wait for season two. But um, the thing that I really couldn't get over was the voice, Farrah's voice. And you don't agree, but Farrah's voice sounds just like Kyle Richards. So Alexia I, I thought Alexia like, sounded no, more no, no. like Kyle. It was the Alexia. way in yeah, which they agrees. spoke. No one agrees. Everyone else except you agrees. No, everyone thinks it's Alexia. And then some okay. people hear Farrah, but they mostly don't. Farrah's <laughs> the way in which she speaks. Like the... I don't, I don't know. Diction? Diction. No, that, no. Well, I guess that would make sense that they would both sound they like They sound, that. Alexia's laugh was like the when she laughs is exactly like Kyle. Yeah. Farrah's, she also is also always nasally, crying. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right, I was yes. like, you're crying because of this fake C that isn't even real? Her name, Farrah's nasally, like the, the, like the, the pace in which she speaks is exactly like Kyle's. I was like, Whenever her face, there was a voiceover of like some B-roll, I was like, oh my God, is that Kyle? I hear it. Maybe it's like a different octave or like a different key. It was like Kyle had like a, a different like voice changer on and it was her. It's like, so I was like freaking out. I'm like, how? It's so genetic. It's wild. I hear it in Alexia, like that rasp that's like, it's yeah. like trying, it's like, it's sort and of like when they you say and Naomi a, have the same exact voice when I'm listening to oversharing. Okay. I, can <laughs> I, see that. I hear it differently. I hear your voices similar, but different. Right. Another Kyle episode. Richards thing. It makes sense. That, that they, they all both. do, all the daughters do, is when they want to say, like, walking, they go, walking. Yeah, walking. walking. Yeah. That's how, that's like their thing. It's yeah. Like, walking. It's like, yeah, or like. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar. I, I need more words The mom to do is, it with, but. is very much the starter. And they all yeah. started dough. And then yeah. they all and then pieces they all of became, little- <laughs> Right, right. It's actually but kind of wild. We'll see what the show is. I loved it. I thought it was so entertaining. I thought they, I wish yeah. that they, and the the Richard, the Mansky Richards, whatever, whatever Farrah's last name is, family won't um, do this. But I act, I wish they went deeper into like the real family so dynamics. That's not what I thought I was going to be getting. So I thought I was going to be getting like, let's explore like how it actually probably feels for Farrah to not have the same 
dad is her siblings. What is her relationship with her real dad? Like they talk about that on Beverly Hills sometimes, but they they would never do it. Well, that's to me. It's like, if you're going to be on a reality show and you want to be like a reality star, like, I, that's what but I now would reality to TV is is all want that, but, but they don't want they don't that. want yeah that. I know that's why I'm kind of like I don't really reality, care that much. there's no such thing as like Jersey Shore season one anymore it's all scripted like scenes are planned even all the housewives like uh, the only brother. the only ones that aren't so so planned are like when they get wasted. And then the shit just comes flying out of their mouths. Like New York that's is not that scripted. Why don't we, a, a bev- of New is. York, um, if you've seen, I mean, like. Maybe the last season or two has been because they like got because Bethany was gone. But if you think back to that, remember when they were in Miami with the Luann poster and like that everyone (laughs) Bethany had the meltdown at dinner and Sonia getting drunk and like freaking like I actually feel like New York they're not. It's maybe they tell them to like talk about certain things, but I do not feel any sense of that. But that's a totally different level. It's a totally different level than like selling Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's a production. Yeah, it's a different. (laughs) <laughs> Either way, it is less expensive to film a show like set, like buying Beverly Hills because they're they know what they're filming and they know what yeah. they're gonna what what scenes will go in what order because they it's they scripted. filmed it the, the footage is like they there's less of it they're filming with New York they're filming for like months and months and they're filming them getting ready and they're filming them packing right. and they're filming them yeah. having stupid conversations with their kids so that they can get like nuggets and put it together it's like so it's much like more real expensive reality. it's yeah it's Closer to real reality. Yeah. I have a question, just one more thing about Farrah and Mauricio. I really felt like Mauricio clearly favored Alexia, but- I mean, he said it, but yeah. He said it, but also like- <laughs> they, like they This were is my favorite right. child. <laughs> they were all right. They were all like, they were everyone who was like, yeah, we have to walk on eggshells against, like, because of like how close you are with your dad. Like, duh. Yeah, because then he but, yells at the but, girl for, for saying she, right, She's like, I grade. wouldn't say it except all of these times that I did tell on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but my question was, so did you feel like Mauricio felt closer to Farah than Farah felt to Mauricio? I think that Mauricio has this whole like, everything is amazing. And that's kind of like how the, that family likes to operate of like, everything's incredible. Our family's incredible. Our yeah. business is amazing. Everything's going incredibly. And I think, yeah, I think that there, that that's like a toxic internal family positivity that I'm sure. Optics. Yeah. He checks out of, problems. I'm sure not everyone, I'm sure things are not as glamorous as they say, as they pretend. Everything they are. in this business is about leads. Lead generation. So that's we so he can get the here. most money. No, no assholes. assholes. Right. And then you like cut to people discussing like some fucking hotel or like. Yeah. They're all assholes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what my show. daughter drives a Porsche but, Porsche, but she's not an asshole. She's 22. <laughs> and she's, right. Oh, which they were like, can you calculate your commission? She's like, well, I don't know how to calculate because everything I've done <laughs> oh, has been with my then, dad and sister. Exactly. And then when she's having like the drinks with whatever the, Melissa or whatever well, her name yeah. is. And she's like, I'm just so stressed. You don't even know. Right. It's like stressed about what? Well, that was so kind. What I liked about the show though, is that they did have like the other cast members being like, oh, another, another sibling. Yeah. Like at least, at least you there was like some, some awareness, awareness, awareness yeah. on like the show level that about like nepotism, they bring it up. But, right. and then like fucking Mauricio was asking like this top agent, like for advice about what to do about him and his daughter. Like, you pay him. And the other guy's like, this is the most time we've ever spent together. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We wanted to acknowledge Aaron Carter dying very sadly over the weekend. That was like, we were together actually. Where were you when? Yeah, it was like sad. It was really sad. Alexa was like, oh my God. Aaron Carter died. And, and then we looked into like the details and he like drowned in his tub and it was just like very, very depressing. And then there was like, did you see the video of Nick Carter like crying hysterically? That was sad. About his, it was yeah. just, because you know when somebody's having an issue and then like fucking goes south. You know, and yeah, he shouldn't have had to go to that concert. It was, yeah, I was thinking that too. It was like the next day. I was confused right? by that. Yeah, I would, uh, I would have rescheduled that. I think that they had a tumultuous relationship anyway. But yeah, just like there's not really much to talk about about it except that it was sad. Yeah. I mean, mental health issues are, I mean, he was someone who like clearly had some He's really long-term struggles and yeah, it's really. He's a kid. Also very yeah. pressing on that front. But um, let's talk about Jennifer Aniston because she just did this like last print oh, wow. of Allure and those pictures are fabulous. They're yeah, really good. She looks unreal. She looks unreal. I mean, you know. She looks amazing. I didn't really like the shoot. I thought the pictures were like posed a little weird personally. What did you want her to do? Like put her like skinny arm out? Like, I don't oh know. God. I just I just felt like the outfits. <laughs> I didn't like the clothes she was wearing. I thought it was like didn't match your aesthetic. Vision. I didn't Everyone. like it. I didn't personally like the shoot, but she looks great. She Object- great. Objectively, she looks I amazing. Even, like, I didn't even I didn't like the way that she was styled for the shoot personally. Well, what did you want? What would I don't, what did you not like know? I'm not, I'm, I'm only judging it. I'm not, this isn't my business. I couldn't do it better, but. <laughs> no, I mean um, like what, what, what turned you off? Like what, the Dior jeans? Just like the whole, I don't know. It looked like it was just not, I don't know. It felt like the style Abercrombie. was not fitting for her. I just didn't think that that was like. She looked good though. I didn't think it was like a yeah. classy looking like shoe. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I'm just, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was tasteful to me. Okay, okay. I didn't think it was like- That's just my own personal opinion. Yeah. I didn't like it. I guess it's like- She looked pretty natural. She just had like cool clothes on. It was kind of like translating like 90s and Gen Z-ish outfits. Yeah, but like she's what, 53? Yeah, right. But she's a- Honestly, I- But I don't really- Think I like it. I liked it. The other thing I thought was like, wait, 
where are the rest of the election results? That was what I thought. Yeah, yeah. That was my thought. I was like, right now, like we should have waited till <laughs> Friday or something. Yeah. Like I just, it just felt like that was a, I thought it was a weird time considering weird. what the rest of my time, feed was. was I was place. like, wait, how is this? Why now? Like it just seemed why this yeah. day? Yeah. Why but this I love the I why she, behind the shoot. And just like yeah. the, with the Selena. Everyone should have to write. <laughs> why now? Why this, why this why style? Why this sperm? To, yeah, why explain this style? everything you do. That's all arts and jokes should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why this Unless you, you label it parody. Yeah. You see you Elon be Musk deleted said, from why this platform. These, this clothing choice. I don't, I didn't like it. I didn't even, it's so well, anyway, that that's what we're ended up talking about because so, the whole highlight of the thing was when she talks about having trying to have a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sammy, no, you read I mean, the that's article. the much more interesting yeah. part. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, what okay. did the article so, say? That was like the big headline that she had tried to do IVF for several years, tried to get pregnant. And when she was in like her forties and she wasn't able to have a baby and it was like, while everyone was constantly speculating about it and yeah. it, I feel like at the time I knew, I was like, that must bother her so fucking much. Yes, I agree. Yeah, like it, it, yeah. So there's that. And then she she wanted to clarify that the reason that she broke up with Brad was not because she couldn't have a baby that wasn't like related to that. But honestly, this is probably like, I wonder if this was like her bow, like almost the opposite of Selena on mm, like trying mm-hmm. to leave behind the like, stop talking about me and my like and Brad. feminine status, basically. Like mm-hmm. my motherhood or my, what like am I wiped up or am I like single? Like she, I think that she wishes. My sense is that like she wishes this just like wasn't such a key part of the conversation. Almost like how for men, it's not really unless right. you're like George Clooney, like who you marry and who how many kids you have is not like the number one thing people are wondering. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's all, it was also the J Lo like in her documentary that it was oh everything like despite all the things she did or has done, everything was always about her boyfriends and like who she's mm-hmm. dating, who she's marrying. And I mean, like, if you're if if you're being public about it, people do care. Well, I mean, if you if you're interested in someone's private life, what is there to know? It's who they're dating. Yeah. Do they have any kids? What's going on with like what Social else? Security number. Where are they buying their a house? Like, where, where do they live? People care yeah. about houses. Where? where yeah. yeah. So it's like to me, it's kind of like you if if you Wedding care about pictures. a private life of anyone, that's of course sort of like the top few things but I would. She look was at, particular, at. especially during like the height of tabloids, being mm-hmm. really ruthless. She was like hardcore attacked about like all of like in the worst tabloids ever being like cra- saying crazy shit about what reasons why she doesn't have children, how upset she is about like things she that was, were just made yeah. up. There was just like a lot. She was no, I'm upset, sure. Yeah. Were right. yeah. And, you know, and she had she was married a couple times well, and it didn't work out. Honestly, like people could be speculating about like elements of her career. Like that's what they speculate for, like, mm. you know, other people. Even. But her career yeah. is. Is Fine. what it is. It's Everybody good. sees yeah. it, right? But, but like, obviously, everyone puts stuff. a woman, everyone a woman's their relationship, motherhood above their career now. Motherhood Duh. and a relationship, and <laughs> like, like that's yeah. the, that is the reality of life. Like people are curious about that over like your career trajectory. No, but it's not the trajectory. It's like what's going on behind the scenes. Like what are your what are your like up behind like what was it like working with Reese Witherspoon? Were they friends friends or enemies? Like that's interesting gossip. Like what was happening? With, What's there? Yeah. Like, what are her friend relationships in Hollywood? Like, that's interesting to me. I'm more interested in that than like. She's never going to talk shit about that. Doesn't Hello Sunshine like produce the morning show? <laughs> well, apparently Jennifer Aniston is like a very li- well liked yeah. by celebrities. Yes, I heard that. She's yeah. nice. I could see that. Yeah. She's like a nice gal. Yeah. People Who's are not well liked by celebrities? Um, I just think. James Corden. <laughs> yeah. He's not well, not well liked by restaurants. Like, an asshole. 
Let me think of who is like Tom Hanks. I might not be Tom able to Hanks come up is with very like Conan was just on the Stern show, Howard Stern, and he was saying like how like respected and respectful Tom Hanks is. Like there's he was saying how there's like no coincidence that Tom Hanks is who he is because like and he said that about Bruce Springsteen is that like when he goes places, he is extra like respectful, yeah. nice mm-hmm. to people. Remember at Bruce, he said Bruce remembers the camera, people's names. They're just, their presence is positive. Yeah. Oh, a not liked one is J-Lo. People think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah she's not Interesting, liked. interesting. There's, there's a lot. There's Mariah Carey. Like Julia Bruce. Roberts. I thought really people liked Catherine her. Heigl. I just read a whole interview about Wait, Julia Roberts. Wait, people don't like Julia? I enjoyed it. That's what I've heard. Really? What about that's that? What, what about that glamour slap? <laughs> That's the that's the um, problem, probably. I think, think that Julia Roberts is the kind of person who doesn't give a shit. If people don't like her. I agree, yeah. and that's probably makes yeah. her worse. So she <laughs> is really that's Catherine Zeta Jones in America's Sweetheart. I think so. <laughs> no, I don't think Kings she's. Like, I don't think she's like a diva. No, I, I don't think that's why they like don't a like bitch. her. No, I've you could be a bitch, but not a diva. Oh my god! I think they kind of tend to overlap, like usually. Not these are these are all archetypes you that Megan Markle talks demanding. about in her podcast. Guys. Usually, people are rude about things that they are demanding. I don't know. I Demand can imagine rudely. someone calling me uh, bitchy more than I can imagine <sighs> calling me a diva. The, yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> I can see it. Do you see what yes, I'm saying? Like, like I don't like, think they're necessarily like, like, like you're not demanding. I am Julie. I am the Julia you're Roberts. Not, oh, I'm not, like, you were not demanding like a fresh like, charcuterie behind, like the you up behind the. Yeah, that's what but I'm maybe saying. you'll just like not see someone. Okay. No one knew <laughs> like two minutes me ago on the street. Right? Julia Roberts, bitchy even, versus uh, versus okay. diva. Two minutes ago, neither of you knew that Julia Roberts even had any sort of negative reputation, and now you're telling me that she's bitchy, but not. I know she had like. I'm talking, sister about like her. I'm talking about Jordana's oh. more bitchy than being a diva. No, but I'm saying with, with Julia Roberts. <laughs> Thank you. I want to, I want to figure out I who we're sending Sammy to Sammy is more diva like than bitchy. Okay. I think that's true. You're right. Definitely. I'm both. Are you? I'm both. Yeah. <laughs> are you? No, I yeah. think I'm both. No, I think um, she's, you're, she's more you're the perfect, like you're the perfect, uh, perfect, perfect combination, combination of, of diva and bitchy. And bitchy. <laughs> Guys, so who are we sending the Caymans? It has to be Alexia. Um, did anyone do anything worse? Yeah, I guess it should be Alexia. Look, she has to go practice. Yeah. Yeah. She'll yeah. never learn, as She'll Mauricio never. says. He's going to tell her everything she did wrong. She'll never learn. He never tells her fucking anything. Nothing. Yeah. It's also like, she was crying. Like, I did bad at one showing. It's like, no, you did very bad, very badly <laughs> at two showings. One of which was the house you grew up in, and it is your only listing. <laughs> and it's $6 million because of who you are. Oh, right, my God. She's going to make so much commission off that that she I doesn't know. even need because she lives with her parents by choice. She lives with her parents. Yeah, by choice, she doesn't want to leave. She she says that he's saying. She says that all her clothes is her mom's. She doesn't want to leave. So annoying. She's just sort of like everything I learn about her makes me unlike you makes me dislike her more. I just think she's adorable. I think she'll. But she's going to the Caymans to learn. She'll do well in a common economy plus. Um, All right, she she seems neither bitchy nor diva, which is why I like her. We'll see. I will see in season two. We will. Maybe they'll make her a villain. And that's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy. And you can follow me at Aileen. Guys, leave us. I love he- listening or reading. Rather, I'm not listening to the reviews. I'm reading them. The positive ones. I really love the positive They're reviews. The best. They're the, be- uh, the best. I, it's harder to leave a positive review because you're just like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know the show's yeah. good. But it really makes a difference to us to read them. It keeps us going. It's not only us. Our producers, Sean, Aliza. This is a team effort. So please leave a positive review 
wonderful five-star review. Even though we fought about Selena Gomez today. Even, we this still is, love each other. This yes. is not, look, this is, you know, in some families, this is a happy, <laughs> nice conversation that we just had. In some toxic, uh, no, some families of origin, yeah. this was how you discuss things amicably. No, we're, we, no but healthy we, debate. Hel- it healthy is a healthy debate. debate. Yes. We're, look, we're gonna, we're not gonna like it's hold nothing us against serious. each other because we disagree about Selena exactly. and Rihanna and Beyonce. I'm her number yeah. one fan that doesn't follow her. Anyway. <laughs> we still love each other <laughs> and we, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week on the App Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.